gente. Conversaciones improvisadas para gente preparada. Bueno, hola, ¿qué tal? Aquí nos encontramos de nuevo en Tangente. Eh, Súper contento porque hoy les tenemos un episodio bien, bien especial eh, con un invitado de lujo, eh, la voz de oro, Jason Joshua Hernández eh, de Jason Joshua and the Beholders, eh, un cantante de soul eh, basado aquí en Miami que ha hecho colaboraciones con la gente de Dapton Records mm, y también monstruo. que <risa> sí es el eh, fundador de Mango Hill Records, una disquera de aquí local que también están poniendo, eh, sacando un, unas grabaciones, una, unos viniles incre increíbles. Y Qué bueno, bueno eh, la entrevista de hoy les queríamos comentar que va a ser um, mayoritariamente en inglés. Eh, como que empezamos en español y después nos fuimos en inglés, así que bueno. Está bueno eh, para que la gente practique. <risa> Eso es. Bueno, ¿y cómo están ustedes, Blanquita, David? Bien. Yo estoy bien, contento aquí. La verdad es que me encanta la música, todo lo que hace Jason. Estoy feliz aquí esperando para conocerlo un poquito más. Así es. Así estamos. ¿Y tú, Blanquita? A mí, a mí me encanta me encanta toda la música y la propuesta que le hace y, y de verdad que eh, era una entrevista que estábamos esperando desde hacía tiempo, así que qué chévere que, que vamos a estar hablando con él hoy. Este Otro también orgullo de mi Borinquen, <ríe> un, un orgullo puertorriqueño ahí eh, representando a la isla, representando a los latinos a nivel nacional, a nivel Están mundial. Están por todos lados haciendo vainas tan cool ustedes los boricuas. Envidia. Verdad que sí, nena. Y bueno, eh, ¿qué dicen si nos vamos a compartir los especiales de esta semana? Sí, va. Entonces hoy voy a comenzar yo con el especial de la semana. Les traigo una canción de Yarina de Marco, que es una dominicana que, bueno, se crió en Canadá, en Francia, pero ahora está residiendo en Los Ángeles. Y... Tiene una música tan espectacular, ella una propuesta visual, conceptual, además de su música, y sacó un nuevo, una nueva canción que se llama Eléctrico, eh, featuring Diego Raposo, y es una canción que tienes que ver el video, este, Andrés, porque es todo acerca de gelatina, jiggly, it's all about jiggly and jelly and sex and sexy and all that stuff. Así que aquí les dejo la canción de Yarina de Marco, Eléctrico. Just what you like. 
Electrocútame, bebé. Oh my gosh, qué vaina tan sexy y sabrosa está esa canción. Me provoca comer gelatina. <risa> con, con chantilly, con chantilly, echarle leche condensada. Como se la comían en Venezuela la, la gelatina con la leche condensada. No, está muy es? sabroso el ritmo de ese reguecito, la voz muy dulce, muy chévere. Está bonita. Está, está, el, 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 creo que está ahí con un, eh, Diego Raposo, ¿no? Ajá. Que dice que lo vi en el video, ¿no? De que estaba con una colaboración ahí con, con Diego Raposo. El nombre de Yarina de Marco, yo lo había escuchado, yo he escuchado algunas otras canciones de ella, pero sé que ahora está trabajando también con la misma, la misma marketing agency que, que trabaja con, con Gabriel Garzón Montano, que tuvimos hace poco acá en el programa La Gente de Guerrera Marketing, ¿no? Sí, no, ella tiene muchas canciones muy buenas, entre... Tiene un EP que, que se llama Malcriada, que salió en el 2019, que tiene uh -huh. varias canciones ahí, así que los invito a que, que la chequen. Eh, como te digo, los videos eh, musicales de ella, no solamente este, sino los otros, son muy conceptuales. La, la tipa le pone cariño cool. y amor a su trabajo eh, y todo lo que hace es de calidad. Así que... Muy talentosa. Muy sí, talentosa. Sí, se, le, en... se ve el concepto ese en el arte. Y como dice David, me encantó el ritmo así, ese reguecito, eh, chaito para atrás así, sensual. Y tiene como algo también, no sé si afro por ahí, le sentí, no sé, como danzo. Bueno, es como un reggae, pero también la, la, la secuencia, la programación tiene como, como tambores mm -hmm. ahí, me, mm -hmm. lo sentí así. Mm -hmm. yes. Bueno, Andrés, nos ilustras. Seguro. Bueno, yo el especial de esta semana que les traigo es el cantante Michael Kiwanuka. Eh, me imagino que lo han escuchado, ¿no? Porque, yes. bueno, él debutó con eh, el disco Love and Hate hace años que lo hizo junto a Danger Mouse. Y la, el especial que les traigo esta semana es un video en vivo, eh, un performance a, acústico... Eh, del tema Solid Ground, que lo hizo en, el, eh, en Londres, en el Museo Victoria and Albert Museum. So, busquen ahí en eh, Michael Kiwanuka, Solid Ground, live at the V&A. Y vean esa belleza. Eh, creo que se les van a erizar los pelos de la nuca, porque David, yo sé que tú eres cocopelado como yo. Así que bueno. <risa> How does it feel? To be on your own No one to understand I know I'm here And I don't belong I'm on my knees today When it gets dark I won't know no Life can be so unkind Hanging around on the edge of the world Finally no one around Oh, would you help me?
Londres 11, lo que has traído hoy. Me encanta el setup en ese museo, qué cosa tan magnánima. Ese <ríe> video musical, ¿sabes? no solamente la canción, pero el video musical está espectacular. Esos movimientos sí, de cámara, de dirección, de, de, de tan simples de un, de un cuarto a otro, pero se va integrando no solamente la cámara, pero también el sonido. Con, con, es una cosa espectacular. Bello. A mí la voz de él me fascina. Me, me, yo, no, yo lo descubrí a él con el, la canción de la serie Big Little Lies de HBO que cada vez que comienza esa secuencia inicial con esa canción Cold Little Heart de él es la voz de él te llega al alma y es una cosa cada imagínate era eh, normalmente cuando uno ve las series eh, que se las como llaman aquí binge watching te da la opción para que you skip the intro yo creo que en Big Little Lies es la única serie donde yo no la skip the intro porque la canción está tan cabrona la We will Cold hear the whole song. Yes. <ríe> Michael Está buenísimo. El concepto de verdad fabuloso ahí en el museo eh, del, de la corona, ¿no? El Victorian Albert. Y, y como que ese contraste, bueno, de ellos y le, lo que dices tú, el, la dirección del video. Increíble, ¿verdad? Y bueno, mi papá me compartió este video por WhatsApp. Así que un saludo a mi papá. Gracias por eh, mandarme saludo. este especial. Y creo que está muy acorde con el soul... Con la cháchara de hoy, con la conversación que vamos a tener más adelante. Sí, y bueno, sí. David, ¿qué nos tienes tú? Yo llegué a, a la... No traigo una canción nueva, pero es una canción que es un ícono. Salió el año pasado, pero la razón por la que la traigo es porque ellos, que Andrés los conoce muy bien, que son los Black Pumas, yeah. que es la colaboración de Eric Burton y Adrián Quesada, que es un dueto de Texas, eh, ellos eh, hicieron el episodio de Song Explorer, que es uno de mis podcasts favoritos donde te van haciendo una disección de la canción y te van explicando cómo llegaron a la maravilla que es la canción Colors, en, esta, en este caso en particular, que es una canción maravillosa. Ya ellos estuvieron nominados al Grammy, pero hace poco lanzaron el disco otra vez eh, en una versión deluxe en Spotify donde ponen varias versiones acústicas y eso. Yo les voy a poner la canción y después les hablo un poquitito más. Esta es Colors de los Black Pumas.
Bueno, no, efectivamente, claro que había escuchado esa canción. Me parece un palo. Esa canción es un palo, bro. Yo me pegué de nuevo por culpa del podcast. Porque haberla escuchado y haber visto las versiones acústicas y eso. Pero si no lo han escuchado, bueno, yo lo voy a poner en la descripción. El link para que escuchen el podcast de cómo se va construyendo la canción. Además de que es uno de los podcasts favoritos míos, Song Explorer... Me encanta que hayan tocado el tema. Hablan con Adrián y hablan con Eric Burton de la canción. Eh, aparte, estoy feliz porque la gente de Song Explorer firmó un deal con la gente de Netflix y están los, ya están los episodios ahí. Puedes ver en Netflix eh, canciones como Wait For It de Lin-Manuel Miranda para el musical de Hamilton o Losing My Religion de R.E.M. O sea, llevaron el podcast para Netflix. Así que muy pronto también esperen Tangente Podcast en Netflix. Oh, así yeah. que... <risa> no con Wood. Ya. Yeah. No con Wood. No, pero maravillosa la canción. La canción eh, en el podcast él echa el cuento de que estaba inspirado por la riqueza de colores. Él vivía, estaba en la casa del tío cuando Eric Burton escribió la canción en el techo, viendo un atardecer en New Mexico y toda esa fusión de colores y toda esa... Am amalgama de colores le inspiró un poquito la, en la riqueza del, de los colores del cielo y se inspiró a hablar de los temas que toca la canción que es acerca de la mortalidad y la unidad en época de divisionismo la canción es del año pasado pero no ha cambiado, seguimos siendo muy, estamos muy divididos y esa canción viene a traernos un poco de inspiración además voy a poner la descripción en, como había dicho en el en la descripción ah. del podcast, pero la canción también la pueden, eh, la canción también, todas estas especialidades que nosotros estamos comentando semana tras semana, la vamos a poner en Spotify en un playlist que se llama El Soundtrack de Tangente. Y cuando vayan a Spotify y escuchen todas las canciones del playlist del Soundtrack de Tangente, aprovechen y búsquenos. Nosotros estamos bajo Tangente Podcast. Somos el del loguito con los audífonos, logo amarillo mostaza. Y bueno, le dan clic ahí, nos dan follow y pueden inclusive, si no han escuchado todos los episodios, pueden escuchar. Ya vamos con este dos episodios que cada uno está quedando mejor que el otro y tenemos mucha gente muy talentosa. También, si se llegan a perder y no quieren leerlo en la descripción, en tangentepodcast.com, repito, tangentepodcast.com, tenemos un artículo dedicado a cada uno de los episodios donde están ahí, mira, es un universo donde pueden encontrar los videos, pueden encontrar de los artículos que estamos hablando, las redes sociales de los artistas con los que hemos estado hablando para que se pongan en contacto. Ahí hay de todo. Venga, pase, pase, compre, que hay de todo. <risa> ok. Está barato, dame dos. Ya <risa> bueno, y con esas canciones, toda la, la sensualidad de Yarina de Marco, ahí estuvimos un poquitito con el show que tú trajiste, Andrés, y el show que, tra que traje yo, nos vamos para la cháchara, ¿les parece? Let's go to la cháchara. Estamos muy felices de presentarles al invitado de hoy en la cháchara, un gran cantante, performer, compositor, empresario, disquero... El boricua con la voz de oro que lleva la antorcha del soul en Miami. Con nosotros, Jason Joshua Hernández. Bienvenido, bro. Welcome. What's up? Qué vuelta. Bien, brother. Por fin logramos conectarnos aquí como que... 
habíamos tenido problemas que tú estabas en el ley grabando, que la diferencia de hora, ya estamos tratando de hacer este, este episodio yeah. un par de semanas y qué bueno que hoy finalmente coincidimos. La lluvia como que quería sabotear la cosa aquí en Miami, pero... Si está lloviendo por all day today, all day, pero um, we're here, man. Aquí estamos logrando, man. We're good. Sí, bro, la verdad que bueno, felices porque te admiramos mucho, somos fans de, eh, bueno, de, de tu voz, tu música y la movida, lo que están haciendo con Mango Hill, todo el crew, el colectivo que, que están aquí, bueno, partiéndola eh, y que quisiéramos, bueno, compartir aquí, conversar, que nos eches más los cuentos de eh, cómo, cómo empezaste en este viaje. First of all, gracias, muchas gracias, you know, it's, it's, let me tell you, the world, para ser latino y hacer la música and be successful is super hard. So when you see Pitbull, all the people that everybody makes fun of, like Pitbull or Shakira or Jennifer Lopez or Mark Anthony, when you see those guys, they make, they don't make great, the greatest music, but, uh, I respect them 100,000% because, you know, those guys are still on the charts and they're still, they have to do 10 times more because TVs are not used to, television, you know, it's not used to seeing people of Latino, people of color, you know, or, or un gordito singing, you know, soul music. You usually see a black guy or a white dude, you know what I'm saying, singing that kind of music. So, you know, You gotta give respect to 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 the legends, you know. Even if Trail they don't Blazers, sing your style, sure. yeah, the Trailblazers. You know what I'm saying? And you know, besides the guys from Faniac, you know, but you know, Latino culture. We we've been in the charts since the beginning of time. Since like you know, since I don't know Richie Valens. You know, we've been there. We've been there since we've been there since forever. But you know, it's important to uh, it's important for us to. Apreciar, you know, like the people, be, you know, that are doing it now, even in the reggaeton scene, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Even, even Andres, Andres is with Nacional Records, you know what I'm saying? Manu Chao is part of that label, you know, that's, Respect. that was huge for Miami, you know, that wasn't just huge for them, but that was huge for oh, Miami. Thank you, bro. Respect. That just, that just shows, that just shows that people are watching what we're doing. I mean, we, it's hard because people are not really watching anything in Miami. People go to Miami, <laughs> they watch other things, you know? <laughs> they come they here to the, escape. The they come people. here to escape, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> watch the beautiful, yeah, they, they, the, 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 the PR and the A&R is here. They're not here to like, oh, let me scout some talent. They want to take a break and get massaged. And then they, they check out that cool band that's playing at the bar they're drinking at. And that's like how that kind of stuff kind of happens, but you know. Pero sí, bro. I mean, como tú dices, hermano, de verdad que it's been years. You know, you've been you've been hustling at it for years and years. Eh, yo diría ya como yeah. 15 años, bro, aquí en Miami desde la primera vez que yo te vi performing con el Catchy eh, Shoe y el Original Crew. Y, pero la verdad que lo que tú dices de yeah. ese, poner nuestro grano de arena de la, de la cultura de Miami, como que esa nueva, eh, ese nuevo legado, lo, lo que ustedes están haciendo, eh, you know, me quito el sombrero porque eh, están llevándolo a otro nivel y admiro mucho el, el hecho de eso que sea como 
you know, farm to, to table almost, así que todo lo están haciendo ahí, grabándolo, todo el arte, toda la cosa, los videos, ahí you, you rotate, como que eh, se van cambiando los roles, you know, a veces you're in a supporting cast, playing, I see you, you know, even playing keyboards, <ríe> es como que... Está increíble, yeah. man. Es como que ese espíritu de equipo, de familia. I mean, you know, tenemos, like, I mean, what we do is, 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 es como los, 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 lo, you know, it's how the Latino or the Latinx or whatever you want to call it, it's like how we are, you know. We do whatever, whatever it takes, you know. And that's the, that's the thing. It wasn't just, once I was able to get people into the first single that I dropped by myself, uh, which was Rose Gold. I, I pressed out 500 records. I was living in a, a, a house, like the whole house was smaller than this. This is small. This is my. This is the Mango Hill office, and it's smaller than this. It was like like maybe half of this size, and it had a bed, and the rest had records everywhere. And I bought, and I pressed out 400 records for like three thousand dollars in Miami because Miami's super expensive, you know, which it's great too much money. For 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 five uh, hundred records, I ended up going on Instagram and just like posting my stuff before it was coming out. I'm like, hey, in two weeks I got this, 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 and I would use hashtags and I would tag my favorite DJs and DJ collectors and and I would send random emails to people, man, and, and like, yo, you know, you throw the bait in the water and 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 it. Luckily, people started biting to it. And once people started biting to it, we sold out of that record. So fast, in four days, I sold 500 records. With, with no, no, no distro help. No real, no real internet following. I had just quit my other band. I had quit the other band I was doing for like 12 years. I was in that band. I was in Catchy Shibi. And uh, yeah, I had dropped this record. And yo, it, it changed everything for me. It changed everything for me. Like immediately once I sold the 400 records, like literally like the next week, I was like, yo, they, they're like, yo, you got to come to California. We're just going to book your flight. And I would ask the band members, you know, the band members, Yo, do you guys want to come? They're like, oh, well, I don't know if we're going to get paid or do this, this. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go by myself. And I ended up going by myself, and that was the beginning, you know. And then and then um, Adam Scone, who, who I ended up meeting in Miami, playing music by myself, guitar by myself, no band. He was like, yo, you're like the best singer I've ever seen in my life. I was like, yeah, right. This guy. <laughs> he, play, he plays with Sharon. He plays with Sharon Jones and he recorded on <gasps> Amy Winehouse. Sí. And he recorded on Amy Winehouse's album. Sí. There's no way that I'm the best singer. El es el que vivía aquí en, en Fort Lauderdale, ¿no? Que lo, lo topaste yeah, en Fort Lauderdale, Adam Scone. Yeah, yeah. Well, he eso, came to eso se la dice a todas, a todas. yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. He says it to everybody. Okay, so okay, eso like, se lo dice a todas. You're the greatest singer. Eso se lo dijo yeah. a Sharon, a Amy. A uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it was funny because he was like, oh, hey, what's up, I'm Adam Stone. But he has no idea that I met him in 2013 at South by Southwest in Austin. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because we, 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 uh, my old band got invited to play uh, South by Southwest 
And then I was friends with the Budos band, so they let me in backstage. Oh. So I got to meet everybody at Daptone before, before even knowing them now, because now I know all of them. Like, I know them, and they know me, and we're family and shit. But, you know, before, it was like, yo, I didn't even know. Like, I had met them. So every time I, like, you know, when I met Bosco, man, I was like, like hey, what's up, Bosco, man? I'm like, yo, I met you 2013, you know? He is uh, the main engineer in those records that you like uh, with uh, Amy Winehouse, uh, Booker T. Like, he's done amazing records. He doesn't tell anyone about it. He keeps his Grammys in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, no, he's super cool, man, because he, he says it like this. I'm like, these are so awesome. Why are they here? He's like, he's like, are any of your favorite records winning Grammys? And I'm like, you're right. No. He's like, exactly. You know, he's like, it's a job. It's a good job. I love it. But on to the next, you know, and I respect that. Yeah. Um, first time in Austin. And then we were with Adam, Adam. So Adam Scone came to Fort Lauderdale and we started playing, doing music together. And he wanted to do his band, the Scone Cash Players. And then, man, I listened to that shit, and I was like, yo, I don't know why Daptone has not put this out. These are all Daptone records. They were like, they had the Daptone sound, had the Daptone players. It was really, really good stuff. And I had no no idea why they were not, like, that. why this never came out. So we were like, yo, we're going to put this shit out, but we got to go on tour. And he's like, Jason, how do you feel about just playing guitar for a while, you know? I was like, okay, well. Yeah, whatever. I'll play some guitar. So we played guitar for like two years. We went on tour. We met Bosco again because he let us stay in his house. Okay. And, yeah. and it was funny, man, because Bosco, man, was like, we went for a walk. We were walking his dogs. And uh, he was like, so what do you do, man? Do you sing or anything, you know? And I'm just like, I'm super like, you know, starstruck or whatever. So I'm just like, nah, <laughs> you're playing guitar playing guitar guitar is my thing or whatever and then he calls me personally like three months later and it's like yo jason joshua the guy playing guitar he's like i'm like yo what's up he's like yo, i got your fucking record and i was like huh and he's like what record he's like rose gold you sang on that right and i was like oh shit and he's like yeah, yeah that's me and he's like yo awesome. uh, he's like i just paid, he's, he's like i just paid 50 bucks for this record and it's really Like it's really good, wow. and I want you to fly to this. I want you to fly to California, and let's work on some music. And and that was like three and a half years ago. So I've been I've been blessed to do that while I've been doing the Mango Hill shit. So Rose Gold really opened the door for everything for me. It helped me. Uh, it helped me uh, open up. Like I knew. Like basically, I've been offered crazy record deals already. For Mango Hill, they're like, oh, we want to do this, Mango Hill, but we would have, uh, we would we would tell you what we're going to put out. You record the stuff and we tell you what we put out. And I've turned all that shit down, you know, because I had been in the game. I've been doing music for so long and everyone's saying no, 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 no. I was like, bro, you guys don't have the, you guys don't have it. The music industry doesn't have it, man. They don't have it. It's all old people. They need to be all erased, and I'm sorry if I disrespect mm. anybody in the music game. It's uh, it's it's just how it is, man. It just times need to change, and I they were like, you can't turn down this deal, this deal, like it's with Sony, and it's gonna be amazing. And I was like, man, I don't care about any of that stuff. I've already been promised all that stuff, and 
none of that stuff ever helped me before. And uh, it's just like, it didn't really do anything for me. And uh, this time if I was going to do Mango mm. Hill, I want my wife to be on there, who was my girlfriend at the time. You know, I want her to put out a record. I want my best, I want my best friend, Mac, yeah. the Black Dove, to put out a record. I want my other... I want my guitar player Antonio, who is Tony from the Bronx, to put out a record. We got a record from our uh, the sax player called Bobby Bread, you know, and the Beholders, like a super jazz record coming out. Nice, you know. And then, and then, so la la cosa mejor is that when I went to LA, there was a guy named Joey Quinones. El de the Sinceres. Mm. Yeah, from the Sinceres. Yeah. And, and and man, he was just like me, you know, a dude that's been in the game for a long time. And just neglected, you know, neglected because the thing is, is that like if you like, you know, ahora estamos tocando la música bugalú y todo eso, pero back in the day, you know, like and like people consider like rose gold to be like Latin soul because it's like Latin, you know, pero like, you know, playing that here and not singing in Spanish was a big deal, man. We got turned down all the time. Like the guys at Fania were like, yo, can you do this Hector Lavo cover? This was like 10, 12 years ago. And I was like, and I love Hector Lavo, but mm. my like I, I speak Spanglish, you know what I'm saying? I can't fucking, can't do it. No lo puedo hacer. You know, and I'm not gonna do Hector Lavo tune. I just don't, I don't have it. I don't, we don't know how to play salsa, you know? Even though I, I, the guy is an idol to me, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. you know, like, and and happy birthday to Hector Lavoe too. Yeah, but, uh, happy birthday. Sí. Bueno, y que está en la portada de tu en la portada de tu disco yeah. de alegría y tristeza estás con el t-shirt de Fania de, yeah, de, yeah. de NYC you know, salsa. It, claro, bro. See, the the respect and the foundation has always been there. It's always been there. But la cosa es, viviendo en Miami is like you gotta do this, you gotta do it. Hacerlo a mi la manera, a mi manera. Dale, dale, canta español, canta español, canta español. And I'm like, dude, you, you're not, you're not a Latino if you don't this thing. You don't care about Latino. It's like that's not fucking no. true, man. You know, like majority of our, majority of our fan right. base is Latin in 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 California and in Mexico and in Europe. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not true at all. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not my fault. I, I don't speak. Igual tú lanzas por ahí un yeah, coño. Bro, siempre, siempre, siempre estoy. No, cuando, you know, si estoy tocando los shows, man, I have a drink, un traguito, un rum and coke. And, man, I'm feeling good, man, you know. Bien, bien sabroso, ready to fucking have a good time, you know. So ahí se me sale cualquier, you know, cualquier bobería, you know. But, you know, we're, we're, having, we're, we're having fun, you know what I'm saying. We're having fun and people feel the streets. Claro. And the street. Yeah, man. Being yourself. You know, being man, raised authentic. in like Hialeah and Carroll City wasn't always like, oh, Guanajuato. It wasn't always that. It was always like for us, being raised in Mango Hill was like people speaking English and Spanish. And it was always mixed up. It was always a mixed culture. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like a lot more different, you know. But like, you know, before when we were growing up, like none of the people that taught me about music really spoke proper Spanish either. You know, we were always like, Yo, you gotta check out this. You gotta check this Willie Colon record out. It's fucking amazing, you know. And like, it's like, it was it was dudes that couldn't sing the lyrics, but <laughs> 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 they love the music, you know. And that's 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 like initially how all that stuff happened. But you know, Mango Hill, we, it was it's all about my friends and my family, and and now we have like you know me, Joey Quinones, we're like the head A and R, so. We're constantly putting. Oh, Joey, Joey Quinones está también de A&R en Mango Hill también. Yeah, he has a record deal, his own record. Deal. He has a una pila de record record deals, but uh, that's a different story. But 
Um, he does A and R here, man. In Mango oh, Hill. qué bueno. Yeah, that's why that's why the music has gone. La calidad has gone from here to like up here. You know, I, I'll give it to him, man. The guy, he has the ear. We find the talent together. You know, we put it together. You know what I'm saying? And we make that stuff happen. You know, but it's, it's good, me, man. Me encanta, me encanta oírte hablar y de la manera que lo hace porque uno siempre se imagina no sé porque estabas hablando ahora y, y como hablas de las disqueras y todo ese tipo de cosas yo siempre me imaginé que la revolución la revolución venía disfrazado de punk y de hip hop y eso pero la revolución también viene entonces viene también con su con su sweet soul de los de South LA y yo <ríe> quería, quería quería escucharme que, que me explicaras un poquito y para ponernos todos en contexto, ¿qué es lo que está pasando con el Sweet Soul en Los Ángeles? Toda esa movida. Yo personalmente descubrí la música de The Sinceres en el LNC que, que estuvieron haciendo oh, el showcase oh, yeah, ahí. Yeah. Y yeah, me fui. Yes, y me, they won it. Y they me fui it, por, el, por el Rabbit Hole descubriendo todo lo que ellos están haciendo. Di con Trish Toledo y el otro día estoy viendo los, las redes de Trish Toledo y sé que firmaron con Mango Hill que you guys press the, the, the record y cuéntame un poquito de todo lo que está pasando en, el, en South LA y, y la, de dónde viene la movida esta del Sweet Soul ok, so to start the, the Sweet Soul conversation everyone get some coffee yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it so, so, so basically You know, there's always been Latin soul, you know, and that 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 kind of came. I mean, let's be real. Like music essentially came from New York. You know, we, we know about music. It essentially jazz. You know, obviously there was blues in the south, but even the north, there was blues already. So I, I will we'll just leave it that New York has. New York is kind of like the Mecca where all that shit started. Not sweet soul, but um, music. Right. So. Chicano soul is, 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 is be, you know, luckily I've been able to, since I play in LA a lot and I play a lot of Chicano show, uh, soul shows that I can be like, yo, this is Latin soul because I'm Puerto Rican. I'm, I'm not Mexican. I may look like one, but I'm not, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't mind if you want to call me Mexican. That's cool too. I love the Mexican culture and, and, and they're my family and they're everything to me. So whatever you want to call me is fine. But, you know, to be real, there's there's a thing called Chicano Soul, and that's like a Latin-based, basically like a Mexican-based funk and soul that derived from San Antonio, Texas. You wow. know what I'm saying? This is from Texas. And this is before Lowriders and the beautiful Hollywood, even though that stuff is dope, too. Um, but these cats, basically, these guys were making funk and soul. They were putting out their own records doing the same shit we're doing, putting out their own records, putting out their own concerts, and they would rent out the whole venue so they would have nothing to do with the venue, which is exactly what, what I was doing here in Miami before the pandemic. I had a party called Honey, mm -hmm. and, like, he was like, you know, the, the, the bar was like, oh, you only want this, 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 and this. I was like, look, man, don't pay me no money. I want 25% of the bar sales. And he's like... It's going to be tough, man, to make all that money, to make that money. Because, you know, like some days are slower than others. I'm like, look, man, I don't really care. I want it from 9 p.m. when we start the concert and when we end the concert at 2 a.m. After that, you take all the money. He's like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, bro. And from there, like from there, that's the, we, we were controlling our own gigs. But we took that from we took that from the cats in San Antonio. 
who started the Chicano Soul. And basically, they they would play these awesome covers of like James Brown and mm-hmm. Blue Moon na, 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 and all these doo-wop classics. And the reason they were doing these these records, it wasn't just because they liked them and they heard it on the radio. It's because the record labels were super prejudiced and wouldn't wouldn't sell records in the poor neighborhoods. So these guys were like, yo, we're going to put out the records ourselves. And that, you want a James Brown record? We're going to make a James Brown record. And you're going to have the record in your hand. And that's how that kind of like built wow. all that stuff out. Because wow. the record labels were super prejudiced against Latinos and blacks, you know, that they wouldn't let them have their own records in their own neighborhoods. That's why you see like Chess Records was still originally owned by Black Dude. Like like all these old school blues labels like were all ran by originally black dudes that were putting out this stuff and then the or then these white investors would come and they love the music and they would invest into it you know but they would distribute it back to the to the black neighborhoods and the brown neighborhoods you know so it was like that with the chicano <laughs> stuff too the chicano stuff was like the latinos putting out their own records their own record label they were distributing it themselves they were like yo if you don't want to give us the records fine we don't want them We'll make our own records. We'll make our own James Brown song. Mm-hmm. And that's how that kind of stuff kind of derived. So it went from San, San Antonio and Houston, Texas, and it kind of made its way to, to East Los Angeles. Where this guy in, in, San año, Antonio, in que año estamos hablando? Uh, it's probably 67. Mm-hmm. Right now we're in 67. So there's this guy, Sonny Azuna. He has Sonny and the Sunliners. And then this guy's in the West Coast. They're blown the fuck away about, you know, this whole thing. And they started a band called The Midnighters, you know, which mm-hmm. we just put out uh, the a 45. Let me get it for you guys real quick. Bro, you weren't kidding. You're, we're really Dude, getting yes. the last Like, I'm loving it. I've never heard that before. I love so, it. Because they were like so, the Robin Hoods, right? With the music. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they, they weren't getting anything from anybody. So they had to do it themselves. Imagine, man, you want your James Brown and your Beatles records and you can't get any of that stuff. You'll, you'd have to wait till you hear it on the radio to, to even listen to those songs. So a lot of these cats took it into their own hands to make this music. You know what I'm saying? But so the cats in East mm-hmm. Los Angeles, they, 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 they started a, a record label called Whittier Records. And, and uh, in this exact same font, that exact same font, you know, they started video records. We changed it up. It's in it. Our record is exactly like theirs. We we took it like that because these are two Midnighter songs that we put together, and it's me and Joey Quinones, J and J. Is it J and J? lo estaba escuchando. So that was dropped recently, right? Yeah, 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 recently. So we 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 put that out in honor of Whittier Records and 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 the Midnighters. But so basically. The Midnighters started, you know, competing. They wanted to be the next Sonny Ozuna because Sonny Ozuna was doing Tejano. He was doing salsa. He was doing funk. He was doing doo-wop, and he was killing it. He's he's one of the greatest. You guys got to check him out, man. Just put Sonny Ozuna and the Sunliners or Sonny and the Sunliners, and you would love his mm-hmm. stuff. It's, it's 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 all really good stuff. But you know, we we uh you know that's so from East LA, the Midnighters kind of like competed. And kind of brought that culture, you know, and it, and then it started a little bit before that because uh, you can't, you know, forget that the East later, the East LA cats, 
they also were like wearing suit suits and they were pachucos and shit like that the big suits big hats see, see. And so that was like the old school gangster swing you know and that was the thing man they were the real outcasts of that time yes. and it kind of blend it ended up just blending in because they're you know it's all latin stuff and uh you know they kind of you know put it all together and that's where we're at now you know now we're at you know it's it's 2020 it's a different time because you know before the latin culture was able to even succeed you know you had sharon jones you had charles bradley, charles bradley yeah. you had you had you had you had front runners like real front runners for soul music you know which again was like super dope but like you know you didn't really like people didn't really like not say, i'm not gonna say that they didn't give uh latin soul or chicano soul a chance because it had been there already but i think when there was quality music like that like it was just like you know it's like oh shit there's a lot of good music and people weren't really paying a mind to it and i think once those two people passed away people were yearning for something great you know and then and then charles bradley passed away as i was recording rose gold mm. and then so rose gold, rose gold blew wow. up you know what i'm saying and and then and then and then and then yeah, this whole thing exploded like three years ago, and it's just been really really crazy, and and that's that's pretty much where we're at now. You know, is that now there's a lot of Latin soul, there's a lot of Chicano soul, there's a lot of R&B, but you know, it originated from um, San Antonio, Texas, and and then it moved it 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 moved its way through competition and through love and admiration of of each other. It moved to to East LA. And created a whole counterculture, you know, and 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 not to give the East LA cats any more credit, they they, you know, they were real gangsters. They were real gang. And real gangsters was like, you couldn't wear t-shirts, you couldn't wear pants up to your belly button, you couldn't look cool and be Latino. You used to get your ass kicked, and they used to rip the clothes off you, you know. You know, these were the white cops and white, you know, just it was just a big color thing, you know. I don't like getting into color because it's we already know what's going on. We already know what the situation is. And, and, you know, I'm just super proud to be Latino and I would never be anything else but that. And, and, uh, that's it. But, you know, and how you, know, you envision like mango Hills in the future, how, how do you see, um, what's your vision for the next like five or 10 years? 10 years is a long time, you know, hopefully still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> be alive is always mm -hmm, part, mm -hmm. you know start there it's yeah. always a first <laughs> but i mean you know I, i've been able to like yo we got our office we're opening a record store we're gonna we're, we're like we're opening a new studio in east los angeles el record, uh, el record store lo están abriendo aquí en miami yeah in alapata can nice. i it's, it's actually right behind here it's right across the Mango Hill office. So now the tourists can come and check out Mango Hill and buy some records from our stock here and hang out with us in our awesome fucking couch. And, yes. You know, and the record store van a vender exclusivamente música de Mango Hill Record or va a traer una selección curadita de todo el sonido que está ocurriendo. Super soul, super funk, only soul, funk, Latin, and jazz. That's it. Mm. No reggae, no pop, nothing. Ay, no me, me, voy a, me voy a ir a gastar todos los chavos allá. Cuando... <laughs> <laughs> But they're going to be super rare records. They're going to be stuff you can't 
We're not here to compete nice. against the other record stores. We're just here to open your ears to different stuff that's out there, you know. I, I think Miami has a huge funk and soul history that, that, that a lot of people don't know about, man. They don't know about Betty Wright. They don't know about Helene Smith. They don't know about Clarence Reed. They don't know about TK Disco. They don't know about Deep City Records. They don't know about Casey and the Sunshine Band. You know, like you think about Casey and the Sunshine Band, you think about oh, some cheesy disco band. Yeah. But those dudes were those dudes were funk and soul dudes back in the day from Miami. They're from they recorded their records in Hialeah, Florida. So, you know. It's 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 huge, man. There's a huge See, Miami man. thing with funk and soul, I, and I think it, I think it's super important to to preserve that. That's you know beautiful. I learned a lot about Correct. the history in the Blowfly documentary, bro. Uh, Clarence Reed, rest in peace. To esa historia, and uh, I think uh, there are some parallels to what you're doing now, bro. Like the way they used to do it, you know. Uh, run their own labels, todo in house. It's like Motown too, in a way, right? It's like that's cool. Well, I mean, you know, mm. like, the thing is, es cuando la gente te, te ven as being successful, they're like, yo, I can do it too. So they'll be like, yo, you want to put out my record? Or let me play here, you know? But there's a there's a foundation that you have. Just because you went to UM doesn't mean that you can play the music, you know? Like, you have to learn that stuff. You have to take your time with it. I don't sit here and try to, like, mimic to play prog rock or, or all that stuff that's really popular in Miami. I don't. I, I try to say I've always I've always since the beginning of playing music, me quedo en la línea mía and that's it, bro. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I try to get good. I try to master my shit. You know, yo ni tengo la voz de plata, to be honest with you. But la, la, la gente in 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 I don't have la voz de madera, de plata, de, de bronce, de nada. I don't have any of that stuff, but that's what the people, when I went to Mexico, uh, not Mexico, I went to like Southern California to play. All my gigs were sold out. It was crazy. I couldn't even believe it. And Adam Scone was like, oh, you know, he used to be, he always used to joke around and be like, well, you know, coming up as our singer, the man with the golden watch, the man with the golden rings, um, you know, the man with the golden voice, Jason Joshua. And then some guy was like, and that's that's what changed everything and they're like yo it's la pinche voz de oro man you know that, and that's and i was like yo man like how can i not accept that you oh, know of course hasta la reseña que te hicieron. El otro día estaba leyendo un artículo de la revista Vogue en México que hizo una lista de los discos que hay que, que, hay que oír para... Que, que eran los discos que estaban haciendo la pandemia más llevadera. Y ahí estaba reseñado tu disco, que lo describen de una manera fenomenal, pero right on point. Y ahí está la voz de oro. O sea, que hasta en Vogue en México te reconocen como la voz de oro. Sí, yeah, so esos son los latinos, man. We, we, we're carrying each other. And um, they're super supportive, and it means it means so much to me because, you know, I've been here doing music like Andres said for like 15 years as Catchy Shuby, and like yeah, man, I gained you know popularity because I was friends with everyone, and and I played really good shows. I'll, I'll tell you that, man. You got to go to a Jason Joshua show, you know. We it's have gonna to. Be good. Yes. They're gonna be good, you know. Pero 
you know, to find fanatico de soul music and stuff like that, you know, it was very lonely, man, because at the end of our gigs, every gig we've ever played, it's just a bunch of techno music. And, In Miami, sí, dale para abajo. Yeah, so it was, it was super tough, you know. Like, we play here, and before, like, before we play here, these guys are playing the, the tiny, tiny little 45s. He's like, this is a $400 record, and they're playing it, and they're like, You know, they're playing it like, Yellow Vos de Oro, we're playing this for you, bro. This is a $400 record. I'm like, oh, man, thank you. You know, it's like, and then after the gig, you know what? It's not no loud music. It's back to the little records again. And, like, it's just part of the whole culture and the whole, like, aesthetic of the gig, you know? And that's what, that, that's what like, I want to bring back to Miami is that it's to bring the, the authenticness, you know? Because you don't have to be a... A soul fanatic you don't have to be like oh i was born listening to soul and funk music that's not true anyone can listen to music and, and be a fanatic you know the foundation of this shit the good thing about what i'm doing is that todo lo que estoy haciendo, i'm here to share it you know and i've shared it with other labels other latino labels we're the only latin label we started this we're the only latin labels that pay our artists up front for the records even if your record doesn't sell you've already made all your money per 500 records so you're getting paid you're getting paid a certain amount per 500 records and, and and it's not 500 like it's 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 up there it's up there you know like you know if nice. you guys have a good record you let me know <laughs> nice. but um but you know we're, we're we're paying our artists first we don't own the master recordings to nothing you know what i'm saying like we don't we don't take any of that stuff we don't care about that stuff we care more about pulling out quality brown records you know what i'm saying and yes. then you know and then of course you have artists like scone cash players who's, a, you know, he's, he's white, obviously, but he makes amazing music, and he's been playing with black jazz players since he was 19 years old, mm -hmm. and he's been playing with the Sugarman 3 at Daptones for 30 years. So the guy's been doing shit for so long, you know, that, like, you just got to put it out. So, you know, it, 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 Mango Hill's for everybody, ultimately. You know, anybody who has good music, we want to just... We, we just want to change the way people think about records, you know. But I respect what you're doing because, you you know, you're you're not just the artist, but you're also in the business industry. How do you learn all that stuff? You know, por la calle nada más, como tú dices, poco a poco. Porque tener una disquera conlleva otras cosas. El marketing, los contratos, todo eso es otra. Registros, registros. Paperwork. But that's, that's what you guys, that's what we've been like. It's fake. It's not real. Those. So basically, you know, I'm, I'm part of Daptone, right? So I, I've signed a contract, all that stuff. It's not, it's a hundred percent different than that. You know, I'm doing Daptone because that was my dream. You know, my dream was to do a Daptone record and to be part of that, you know? So whatever it took, I was going to do it. You know, I wasn't going to be like, I want this. I want this. I'm going to be a freedom, you know, like freedom and all this shit. Like, no, I wanted <laughs> You know, I wanted to buckle down, but I also mm -hmm. like, because my records were doing good, I was able to open my own shit and then I could do the freedom shit, you know? And, and, and with, with, yeah. with, with Mango Hill, there is no 
owning of master recordings. There's no exploitation or there's no like using the likeness of the artist. None of that shit. We don't need to do none of that. We don't want to. We don't want it. We don't need it. You Uno know, escucha historias horribles en la industria, hasta contratos de por vida. Bueno, hay, hay yeah. tantas cosas que de verdad que son injustas para el artista y que se aprovechan de las ganas del artista de querer echar para adelante y de querer traer su, su música para, como quien dice, tú sabes, rip them up. Look, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it personal with you guys, and, we'll, and this will be the only personal thing I'll tell you guys. I had a distribution deal recently. We just got out of it, thank God. We've been distributing our own records. That's why we have a shelf full of shit so we can ship our own records and do our own stuff here. But I had a distro deal, you know? That's what started everything, is that I, I put out the hit record, I got the distro deal, and, you know, I'm not gonna say any names. But I'll tell you this, my record was for sale on, on, on their site for $25.99. If you do $25.99, They told me they pressed out a thousand copies. So, and by the way, it sold a thousand copies in two weeks, which is crazy. Wow! You know, that's that's still independent, no PR, no push, nothing. You know, you put you put you know a thousand times twenty five ninety nine. You have you have you have twenty five grand, right? By the time that I got that money. And everybody had put their foot on top of my money. Cuando pisaron, cuando pisaron todo el dinero mío, you know what they left me with was $2,500. What? So, Total fees. You know? Yeah. And then, and then they pay you every three months. So by the, by the time everyone's getting paid, everyone's getting paid. The guys in the warehouses is getting paid off your money. The guys doing the administrative fees, everything is, everything is added in there. Everything that you have no idea. Se tiran un peo, it's in the fucking bill. No, y ahora tú tienes el control sobre eso. Bueno, es como todo. Entonces ya esa experiencia te enseñó a que, oh, no, I'm going to do my own shit. Yeah, no, they've asked me to repress the record, you know, of course, because it's doing really, really good. We got Vogue Mexico. Why do you think we don't have any right now? Because mm -hmm. I'm waiting, you know? It's already made. I have them. I have the repress. Estás hablando de alegría y tristeza. Sí. Estoy esperando. Estoy un, estoy, eh, ponme en el wish list. Yeah, yeah, no, it's there. It's there. We have it. We have, we have a lot of copies, thousands of copies ready. We're just waiting. Y si le, funciona, wait. si le funciona ponerlo ya una vez que recuperes ese distro deal y eso, que tengas más esta libertad, ¿funciona eh, compañías como Bandcamp? ¿Funcionan? I mean, funciona Bandcamp until you make a certain amount of money, you know, because Bandcamp... Especially on Fridays, right? <laughs> yeah, Fridays is good. Those Fridays are good because they make, you know, Band Bandcamp, let me tell you something. Bandcamp helps anybody. You know why? Because, and, I, and I'll give you the success of Mango Hill right now, is that Bandcamp, you know, we hit the pandemic. I was working three jobs while I was touring everywhere. And, and I, I was still successful then too, but I just like, I like fucking working. Soy Latino. I'm going to be working till I die. You know, um, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not retired. We don't retire. Unfortunately. No, no we get the job done. We just get the job done. We continue working. We find something else because there's always something to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it is because we're always setting examples. Yeah, bro, our spirit, it's ingrained in our head to just work, you know? 
just like, you know, that's just the culture, how we were raised and that's just how it is. And, and, and that's what makes us, you know, the way we are, you know, but I was working three jobs right before the pandemic pandemic hit. I got laid off of all my jobs, you know, I had no money coming in. My tour for Alegría, Alegría y Tristeza just came out. And then the week late, the week after, the the Daptone record just came out. Daptone forty five, the language of love just came out. Sí. So everything had just came out. All the tours were canceled. Everything was canceled. I lost everything. All my merchandise was already shipped in California. It's still in California. So I had no way of making fucking money. And then of course they give us the stimulus, you know. And then me and Joey decided to put out his record, and. We didn't have all the money for the record to press it out, man. We did a pre-order on Bandcamp. <laughs> we uh-huh. it. But luckily, uh-huh. the record was so good that we sold 500 copies in about 45 minutes. What? It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. No, we've been, we've been, we've been breaking cakes. records, man. The J&J, this J&J shit, we just put 100 up on Bandcamp, but these red ones sold – Sold 500 copies in 15 minutes. Es que está espectacular. La Giving Up on esta, esta canción está increíble. It's really, really good, man. They're really good covers. Um, um, but that was the beginning. You know, we did the pre-order. We collected the rest of the money. We told everybody the record's coming in like two months. We found a, a, a pressing plant that presses in eight weeks. And then we made sure that the people that were working in the pressing plant were black and brown and colored people. Yeah. People we can trust. And that's the same people we do our records with, and you know what I'm saying. So it was all it was all people of color, all all Latino. It was just all color people like you and me. That's it. That's all I wanted, bueno. you know. And like we still have, dude. There's white people that work for Mango Hill. Just so you guys know, white there's white people that work for Mango Hill. We're all together, but they understand how important it is for us to get out there and for us to be there. And do our things and 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 kind of thrive a little bit, man. It's, it's like when the fuck, when are we gonna fucking have our time? You know, when, when, dude, when? Right. That, like, if you don't take the, if you don't take it, it's like they taught us. If you don't take, it, they're not gonna, they're not give, gonna it. give it. It's not, it's, sure. They're not gonna <laughs> give you the time if you don't take it. And that's the thing, man. You know, I was putting out these records. And everybody used to promise me things. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this and da-da-da-da and OK Player. And we're going to go get your stuff to Epic Records and all this shit. Al final, nothing happened, you know. It was all talk and it was all just mm-hmm. everyone in Borrachao in Miami <laughs> talking. And then they go back to New York or Los Angeles and they didn't care. They didn't care. And I, and I always... I always remember that. Yeah. I always remember that, you know, like the most. And that's why, to me, that's one of the reasons why I don't drink, I don't party, I don't do any of that stuff because I want to I wanna talk to you and I want to remember what you tell me. <laughs> I want to I, I keep my word. I want to have, like, valuable conversations. Yeah, man. Because at the end, as you get older, man, you want to make sure you, you're, you're, you're maintaining these relationships with people. And and that's what that's what Mango Hills about is that we're we're maintaining relationships with our friends and our family. You know, the Black Dove is Mac Moore. He used to play bass in Catchy Shuby. Mm-hmm. He used to be the bass player for Future. Love that guy. He popped out two kids, and then he was recording, literally recording his songs for his record with a baby here and a baby here, just yeah, like <laughs> putting the team and singing the song in the studio. Yeah, There's man. photos online. You can look at it. It's all real shit, man. You know, and and like. 
like it's family. all family it's all family and friends you know and, and it's funny man because there's a lot of cats that come and they're like yo you got to put out our record it's really dope but i'm just like dude i've heard your shit it's not what we it's not it's not fucking soul you have to learn mm-hmm. about it you know to me to me to me right. one of the few bands you know like that's one thing i like about uh Elastic Bond, you know, Andres, you know, not to, not to even, even, uh, <laughs> not to even, you know, blow smoke up his ass, but like the, they went, they went in their own lane. They stayed in their own lane. They had a very soulful approach to Latin music, See. you know what I'm saying? Very soulful approach to Latin music. They never stepped out of boundaries. Like you can grow as a musician and still be soulful and still be Latin. You know what I'm saying? Claro. You don't have to, jump, you don't have to jump into do dubstep or any of that shit. You know, you can still be, which, <laughs> which if you like that. Yeah. See, see, gusta, you know, it's cool, you know, but you know, like you don't have to change. You don't, you don't have to trap. Sí, es como que va, va cambiando el sonido. Yeah. Well, dubstep, ahora es trap, ahora es... Siempre, you, if you're trying well, to catch thing, that. Yeah, you chase the wave, you never really yeah. get on it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so, well, man. So what was cool about exactly. Elastic Bond and something that I learned from them was that is that they stayed in their lane like since the beginning of like the beginning of that band. They've always had like you can listen to their records and feel the progression, but like you can also play it from beginning to the end and it's still like cohesive and it's still Yeah, and it's and it's nice, man. I, I think it has it's that very signature n- signature also, you know, that you find when you hear Elastic Bunny and all the yeah. songs. Wow, man. Wow, Jay, thank you so much for those words, man. And and Sophie, you know, Elastic Bond singer, of course, my girl, she loves you and we have been rapping, you know, since Ketchy Shoe. If you if you see our KXP performance, yeah. I ¿Cuáles son tus bandas favoritas? Ahí sale Sofi, oh, Kachishui. I, I love you guys too, man. And, and, and I respect you guys a lot, man. Buffalo, uh, David, you know. Yeah. All you guys. All you guys are... ¿Cómo hace falta? Yeah, we got to do another bro. gig again, you know. We got to do another gig. That, that, they're, they're, Elastic Bond is probably the only band we probably play with in Miami, you know, just, just to be 100%. That's how... That's how small it's got to be, you know. That's how, like, if you want it to be preserved, you, the problem is, is that we get something and then it blows up and then we want to, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to grab that You have to grab that fire sí. and keep it here and then bring uh-huh. a few people in there and then plant more seeds and let it grow a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and it's a slow yeah, process, man. man. I think... I think what we're doing in Mango Hill is yeah. cool, and I'm super, you know, and I'm, and I'm glad we're we're like inspiring Miami, and we're not just inspiring Miami, dude. Bandcamp wrote a whole label profile on us, you know, and a huge, yeah. and they talk about Trish Toledo, you know, Trish Toledo, like you know, you know, one thing that's that's that, cool, you know, one thing that's cool about uh, Mango Hill is that also you got Joe Quinones, you have me. You have the Black Dove. You have Tony from the Bronx. You have all artists. You have Trish Toledo. You have Mia. You have all artists that have been promised everything by music executives and by music people, and and no one kept their word. So we're all broken. You know, it's all the broken coming together to make something dope. You know what I'm saying? Trish Toledo. Trish Toledo has a quarter million followers on Instagram, and they're all real. They're all real fans. They're like hardcore real fans they love her they adore her 
and 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 you know once i heard that she was turned down by by i'm not even gonna say who she was turned down by multiple labels i was like yo i'll put this fucking record out this shit was fucking this shit was crazy good, she was so know? excited she was so excited posting it in in their in her instagram so excited when she got the press record celebrating yeah, well, she, it yeah well she 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 you know She's been through a lot, you know. So, like, like her story is crazy too. She went from doing soulful renditions of like Smokey and like Ralphie Pagan and Billy Stewart, all these classic like Latin soul, Chicano soul, or oldies or soldies kind of covers. Mm -hmm. And she went from that whole world and left her management. They took advantage of her. She left all that stuff, and she's blazing a trail by herself, man. And she's putting out records by herself. And the same labels that rejected her are the same ones calling her right now. They're calling her right now to do records, you know? I see how and it happens. You know, and, and it does happen. And, and you know, it's funny because she calls me. And she's like, what do you think I should do? I was like, well, I think you should do a record, you know, with them. You know, we're not like them. We can't, we can't be mad. You know, we can't be mad. We have to show them. We have to show mm -hmm. them and teach them. We have to teach them. If we're going to change the way we do music, we have to teach them. That's why I'm still a part of Daptone. That's why I'm still with Penrose. You know what I'm saying? I signed a regular deal just like probably Andres and like everyone else. You know, we're not seeing money up front, you know. We're, 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 it's, a, it's a long race for us to make money, and it's not a lot. It's not a lot. We have to tour and bust our ass for this shit. So, you know, I have that deal. And, and people ask me all the time, like, yo, if all this is going on and this is happening, why would you even put yourself through that? It's because – we have to there's a lesson to be learned here we have to teach we have to teach the labels you know that hey i'm doing this because i want to but look this is what i'm growing too you know and and this is this is it this is what you should be doing and 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 bro neil and gabe roth all they do is call me for ideas so when you see stuff that comes out on penrose or or you see stuff that happens like that like that's all stuff after they call me sometimes. Bro, I would love to know more about that. Uh, um, how is that process? For example, La Vida es Fría, I love that. Fría. Yeah, it was like, you know, I met Bosco, and I was, it was before I got married, um, and I was with someone, and that person was, you know, she had mucha problema mental, like, and not like she was a crazy person, no, she genuinely had mental issues, you know what I'm saying? Like, when people talk about taking health days or mental days, I don't play around. Take your mental day. Take your health day. Get yourself right. That shit's real. It's not just about the woman or the man being emotional. Like, people have fucking problems. And the thing is, people deal with them different. People deal with them by overeating or, 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 or they'll cut themselves or they'll hurt themselves, you know, or they just stay in their head all day and they think the most negative shit, you know. So, La Vida Fria is just all about that, man. It's like... No one wants to make it better. No one wants to stay together. You know. You wrote, wrote all the lyrics, and then you know, and then and then that's just me. Yeah. But we can work it out <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? 
I have a new one coming out on Penrose. This shit is called. It's called Sacao. This shit is. This shit is. Uh, Probably my best record right now. Se acabó. We're going to be listening to that. How is the reception of the songs in Spanish? I mean, para, you know, para mí, la, la gente Chicano, they're like super like, oh man, I like, they're like, I, I like the lowrider shit. You know, me gusta la cosa más floja, más chill, you know, because I have language of love. She speaks a language of love. If you see those, the, If you see those five records that Penrose dropped, no one dropped a fast song or a slow song, like as slow as that. Everyone tried to just drop like the same same mid-tempo shit, you know? And those are those are all my family and friends, and they dropped amazing records, you know? The Sacred Souls, the Altons, Los Yesterdays. The Sincere. They all, they all dropped amazing records, you know? But like, I wasn't trying to drop I wasn't trying to drop another rose gold. I wasn't trying to drop another I don't care. I was past that shit, you know. So I wanted to do the language of love, you know. Language of love is it's about the same crazy person, you know. She dances, she paints, she's an angel, she's a saint, you know. Mm -hmm. It's about the same person, you know, being crazy. Mm -hmm. Tremendo, también ese sencillo, bro. Great sound. Y cómo fue esa experiencia trabajando con Gabe ahí en el estudio que fue todo one take así all the musicians yo creo que fue así no yeah. porque vi en la foto for the most part man the stuff we did took was really quick you know because I had already known what I wanted I had played the songs with 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 the guys in the Beholders I had recorded demos I like bro let me tell you when the Daptone mm -hmm. shit happened it was like yo I, I was beyond ready I was like poof It was like Rocky training, hitting the meats and shit, you know. <laughs> I had the song. I had this. I didn't have to bring out the. I didn't have to bring out the pen or the journal. I had it all in here because I had memorized it two weeks before because I didn't want to make a fool out of myself. And like we didn't make any adjustments. We didn't make any. The only adjustments we made to language of love was that it was more of a like a Joe Batan tan tan and we changed it to you know we changed it up that was that was bosco man he put those those that those that king horn lines in there you know but for the most part All, everything we've done and, and La Vida es Fría was exactly the way the demo was. It was, you know, the only thing that we added was different with the, was, was the violin, you know, but working with, with Gabe Roth is, 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 is a, a great joy of mine, man. He's my favorite producer. He's super awesome and he really cares, you know, and you know, what's awesome about him. He's not like, uh, he's not one of those guys that like, or they know it all. And then they like, it, tienen mucho mucho pride to be like yo nah I didn't mess up I didn't mess up yo nunca you know there's cats here in Miami man that I used to work with that I love and they're legends they got too much pride and they don't want us they don't want they would tell me what the hell do you know about funk what do you know about soul and I was just like ego. dude I just that's a lot I, of ego I, 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 was, I was like dude I just want to mix my own record you know they're like you'll never mix it better than I did I'm like okay well I'm gonna mix it myself And when I sent them the balance of Rose Gold, they were like, 
this sounds like shit. And I was like, well, this is the one that's coming out on wax. And then when I, when I put it on vinyl, they were like, wow, man, congratulations, man. You know, <laughs> you did it all by yourself, you know, you know, and they would still be like, Oh, my record still sounded better, you know, but Gabe is not like that. Gabe is not like that. I've had many arguments with him and, and many discussions with him and he'll, he'll be at first. He'll be like, what the fuck you mean this and that? And I'm like, dude, I just feel hurt about this and that. And I just want this and that. And he'll be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. We'll make it happen. You know, we'll do this. We'll do this. This sounds like this should be like this. It should be like that. And we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it work, you know? And that's, that's the most important thing is to have relationships like that. And that's what Gabe is, is awesome about. And that's one thing, you know, that, that answered my dreams about being part of Daptone was that like, yo, he's actually as cool, you know, and they're, they're cool people. And it's just a cool family of people to be like, and I'm your only brown singer in Daptone, so that's fucking Woo, even cool. Representing yeah. Puerto Rico, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm saying? So I'm proud. the only Boricua there, man. So it's it's cool, you know. And like, yeah, bro. dude, I have a Daptone record. I have a Penrose record. I'm the only guy there doing that shit. So it's super cool. It's super cool to be. Uh, it's super cool bro. to be a part of that scene, and and and. You know, everything takes work, man. But they want to work, so that's what's good about it. You know, the thing is, is we're all humans. We're all human beings. Even yeah. in the music business, it's all human being shit, man. We have to let go of the pride and let go of the ego, and 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 we have to just kind of get together and make make a good record just to make a good record, you know. And that's what Bosco's about. He's about doing whatever it takes to make a good record, and so am I. I I'm lucky that I get to see him again in November, and we get to do any any plays in my band, you know, with with uh with with Neil Sugarman, this the other owner of Daptone. They both play in my band, you know. So, if legendary, you, bro. Yeah, if, if you if you look if you look at uh, on YouTube, there's a video of the song "Poor Boy," and we played it in Riverside. And yeah, Neil Sugarman's in the corner, you know, because he played he had just played rose gold saxophone on it, you know. Oh, and that was the first sure, time that Dap Kings had. That was like one of the first times Dap Kings had been together besides playing with this dude. Uh, I forgot his name, John something, John. Uh, I forgot his name, but before that they had played with Sharon and she had passed away. So it was cool to bring the Dap Kings together, you know, at my gig, you know, in Riverside, Oof. you know, which was also sold out, man. Crazy. Que, que Amazing. Yeah, California, they, 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 they make it work, man. And it's cool, man. Yo solo quería eh, comentar que me encanta el, el video de Can Champagne. Let's go catch play, bro, y la canción y eso. Yeah, that, that, que that, vacilón, that, bro. that's a Dap Tone sí, record, man. We did that in my house. We we, we uh, recorded that video in my house. Trader Joe's uh, sparkling, uh, sparkling canned wine. We put <laughs> on them everywhere. We ended up drinking like 300 of those things, but they were fun. It was a fun video. Qué <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. Oye, este, una cosa que te quería preguntar is that is that sweet soul movement only happening in in Miami and LA or, or in New York or is there any other place like let's say Georgia or because that's a, like a very musical city. Um, it's, well, it's, it's, you know, the sweet soul is like California, 
It's, it's it's everywhere, you know. Like you have Duran Jones. Have you guys ever heard of Duran Jones and Indications? Is it anyone? Yeah, they're good, man. Um, so yeah, they're from Baltimore, you know, and they have a huge Chicano soul fan base. It's it, it's growing. It's yeah. like in Texas. It's huge in Mexico. It's huge in Europe. It's huge in Japan. You know, it's getting there. It's getting to the East Coast. The East Coast is, you know. The East Coast is more about that city funk and soul, you know, like, they want it fast, <laughs> hard, and they want the streets, you know? Sí, hermano, bueno, yeah, I guess um, to to start wrapping it up, thank you again for for being here, man, and all the the amazing um, stories, inspiration you, you have brought. Y bueno, para terminar, we have a couple questions, kind of abstract. Um, first question is... Um, La cápsula del tiempo. I guess it's a. If if you could preserve a, a memory or a, a, a thing, an article, something precious um, that represents you or humanity that you would like to share in the future with some aliens that you would put like in a time capsule, an arc that's gonna be uh, exactly a time capsule that's gonna be flying into space for the aliens to discover in the future what would that be what, what would you like to save there one part of me wants to be this is the ego again you know the ego wants to be like yeah well let's do what mango hill grew up you know like let's do what mango hill blew up because that's the most important no to me i guess if i would put anything in a capsule it would put like i would say 19 I would be like 1968 to like 1972 where New York music was killing it, you know, where you had Fania, soul music was huge in Philadelphia, you know, you had Teddy Penderhughes. And I think to me, those, those four or five years of music kind of changed everything for everybody. It's in every, uh, James Brown was killing it then. He was using drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's when he first started using drugs. You know, it was it was a crazy time. So I would capsule that. And if I was going to leave that behind for anybody, that would I would leave behind. <laughs> I wouldn't no one would know about me and I wouldn't care. But at least we'd have 68 to 72, which is uh, an important time for music. Just not just not just for black music, white music. And even it's, it, even Latino music was important then, you know. And that was the beginning of salsa, so right there, you know. So yeah. you know, I think that would be the most important thing, you know. I would leave that behind. Ya me, ya me lo imagino esos alien ahí con calentura bailando salsa reproduciéndose. I like that. Okay, bueno, and then the, um, this is a two-part question. Sounds like a debate now. <laughs> um, if you had a, if if money wasn't an obstacle, if you had all the money in the world, what would what cause would you promote, advertise? Uh, and if you had all the power in the world, that you could just flick your fingers and have something canceled, what would you cancel? Like that you don't agree with? I don't have all the money in the world now, and I'm still against. I'm still against uh, racism. I want equal opportunities for everybody and not just Latinos, but our women, man, our women, you know, our women, we, our women have been disrespected and not just, not just Latinas, black ones too. All women have, even white women, <clears throat> they have to look pretty. They have, there's always an ulterior motive in the music. They have to sleep with people. They have to do fucked up things that needed, like, 
that's messed up. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want that. You know, like it's funny, man. We have Mango Hill. We have, we have like four or five women singers, vocalists, and like, you know, they're like, they're broken. They're hurt, you know, by the music industry. And because of how men perceive this whole thing, like if I could change one thing, I'd change the way at us as men look at women and not just as, you know, because it's one thing to be fascinated for the beauty, but. Right. Sexual objects, not like. Exactly, man. We we objectify them. We, we take their vulnerability and we get in there, you know, and that's fucked up and we need to stop that shit. And, uh, you know, we need to we need to pay our women just as much as our men, because without without them we wouldn't be here and that's the most important thing because my mom my mom does importing and exporting lumber and she's one of the first women in that in that career she's been doing it since 1987 and she's one of the first women's in importing and exporting lumber and i can like you know i would hear horror stories when i was younger about like you know her boss would try to hit on her tell her to stay late and like you know You know, he's teaching her the ropes, but then he puts his hand on her thigh to like, you know, freckle, you know, like just nasty shit. And that's the kind of shit that goes on in music all the time. And and women have to be like, no, it was just a mistake in my time. And it's like, no, man, that guy was a piece of shit. He took advantage of you, you know. I would change that shit. I would change that shit 100%. You know, I still think we can look at women as queens. And I don't think we're as desperate as we, we don't need to be as desperate, you know, like that girl that you're trying to take advantage of. If you weren't a piece of crap and thinking like that, she might actually like you, you know, you yeah. might, she might like you, you know? So like, we need to let go of that facade. Does she like me? Should I show her? Should I buy her 8,000 drinks and get her fucked up? Like that whole thing I would change, you know, but already broke right the way I am. I'm always against white supremacy. I don't like it. I don't like racism, you know. Um, what's going on in the world right now is really crazy, you know, because we're Latino, so our families are super conservative. So we're all having these awkward conversations with our families. Um, so second question, if, right. if I can erase, if I can erase something, I wouldn't erase anything, you know, because... Everything happens for a reason. These uncomfortable conversations happen. PTSD is real. Without there's no if, imagine if you rode a bike and you never fell down, nice. you know? <laughs> you know? Like imagine if you rode a bike or if you skateboarded and you never fell. Right. You would never learn anything. Exactly. Like. So, you know, I wouldn't be able to I, I like I I could I could I could be cheap and be like, yeah, let's just erase Donald Trump, you know, <laughs> like okay. But the reality is we, we can't erase him, you know. He's here and 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 one of, one of the things that he's done is that he's like he's definitely separated people and, and how they think. Yeah. But he's also, you know, shown who's racist and who's part of that. Right. Thing. Like, you know, and, and like you and my family, like my family is super conservative. We've had these conversations. They weren't easy and they see it now, you know, when they, they saw this dude that couldn't even condemn white supremacy right. in the news. Right. Like, yo, you couldn't do one thing simple as to just give people like get like like you could have like you could have done so many things and you didn't, you know, and you blew it. You know, you blew it. And my family called me. And they were like, 
oh my god i'm sorry you know i'm sorry you're right you're right i was like it's not about right or wrong we're all learning yeah, together you know so i don't know if i'd erase anything from anything i think everything is the mm. way it should be you know right now and i think we have everything happens for a reason aunque no, Duele mucho, no hay dinero, everything is fucked right now. La vida fría. La vida fría. No, it, it's, it's hard right now. It's super hard. But I will tell you this, man, if it makes you feel better, man, you're not the only one going through it. You're not the only one with issues. You're not the only one with issues with your chick or with your kids or with your dogs or with your families or with your friends. You're not the only one having these uncomfortable conversations. The whole world is going through it right now. And we all are. We all, we're all, this, this virus is supposed to, to me, I think this virus is bringing, is going to bring us together. We're going to learn how to work with each other and understand each other, whether we like it or not. And that's what's going on. People aren't rioting and rioting and fucking and fucking in Portland. People are, are protesting, but you know, they're 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 trying to make, you know, they're trying to make it all like us all understand that like, yo, we're all in this shit together and they want to see changes and, and I'm okay with, with people fighting for what they want, man. You know, Us as Americans, we're the biggest bullies. Some of the biggest bullies. We pick on everybody. We make fun of everybody. We, we laugh and we make fun of them, you know. But let me tell you, in other countries, when they fight, when they want something, they fight for it. You see France, they, we, we make fun of France all the time. They never won any wars and shit like that. France wants a higher pay. You know what? They all stand outside and they protest for like fucking weeks and weeks and weeks. About wow. a million And they get, their, mm -hmm. they get their money up. You know, they overthrow the government. And that's the most, that's what we got to learn is to learn to, to know that we as a people are the most important in this country. We make this country together, you know, and to not let anyone fool, never, not, not anyone change what's really true. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think this virus is going to, at the end is going to bring us together and, and you should wear a fucking yes. mask. I don't care. I don't <laughs> yes. care what you believe in. Just wear a mask, right? You know, and it's not even. It's not it's even. Not a it's not a hoax. Neither. Just <laughs> wear the damn thing correctly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just wear the mask. Wear the mask. If it, if you don't want to wear it, then don't go out. And if you do, then respect your neighbors. Respect your people because you know what? My mom's had it. My mom's had the coronavirus. My friend's dad's had the coronavirus. We just lost two friends. That were 40-something years old because of the coronavirus, the West Coast, you know. So it's it's super important, man. It's super important. Please just wear your mask. And, like, I get it, man. I get it if you're Republican and you're a hardcore Trump supporter. Trump just got fucking coronavirus. You know, your your idol just got Trump uh, coronavirus. Just just wear the fucking mask, man. And, and it's not about American pride. You're not going to gonna suffocate. You're not going to die. Freedom. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not going to lose your freedom. It's going to be okay, man. And, 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 you know, we got to stop also as, as, as more liberated people that we are, we have to just be easy on the people that like that. You know what I'm saying? Tener más empatía. Es a la final es eso. Tenemos tanto fucking odio a la gente. So, bro, we, we need to just let it go, bro. Those people are going to be like, we're not, we're not, we're not teaching them anything by being fucking, well, fuck you. And all like, it's not working. It's not working barking at them, bro. Eso son gente right. that are broken too. Those are people that are broken too, that don't know better. 
and they were raised that way you know what i'm saying you got to change that shit so i wouldn't erase shit man we're here you know the world's gonna erase itself, erase all the bad and erase anything. But there you go, naturaleza, la naturaleza se, se va a encargar solita. Yep. yep. So if I would change anything, it's change the way we look at women, and change the way, change the way that whole narrative of like how we objectify them and 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 take advantage of them because they're so sensitive and thoughtful creatures. You know, we just we, we need we need to change that shit. We need to change it a hundred percent, man, because they are just as strong as we are and without them we are nothing and that's just 100% you know Sabes, no, no solamente tienes la voz de oro sino tienes un corazón de oro y eres un caballero yo te agradezco por todo eso que dices thank you i appreciate it. i mean it's it's real man you know my mom my mom my mom is 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 is, is a woman in a in a carrera de de hombre she's been taken advantage of You know, I've seen women in the music business that don't do music anymore because they've been taken advantage of and 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 they thought they had these relationships with them with these people that took advantage of them and and really messed up things. Mm -hmm. I I I check mark on those two. Check and check. But now thank you thank you for for this conversation. It was a masterclass como dice Andrés, de verdad que eh, gracias por compartir toda tu sabiduría. Muchas gracias, la verdad que sí. Yeah, man. Well, thank you guys for listening and, and talking to me, man. It means a lot to me. Thank you guys for supporting Mango Hill. Andres, man, keep doing what you're doing with Elastic Bond. I can't wait for the next record. We're huge supporters over here. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's funny, man. People always ask, yo, can I throw in a demo for, for Mango Hill? I was like, how about, and, and, and the music sometimes doesn't fit to what we're doing, you know? And this is what I tell him. I was like, if you want to, you, you can call me and I can teach you everything. But I told you guys what, what the props were. Just put out a record. We didn't have the money for it or anything. We just did a pre-order and we kept doing pre-orders. You know, we still do it. We still do it. We do it at a timely fashion and we take care of our, 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 our fans and our listeners. And that's how you grow your product, you know. But if you want to do a label... Just have to have good music, man. That's it. That's what it comes down to, man. Yeah. Good music, great songs. Y, y bueno, esa, esa familia, ese, ese, ese amor que ustedes traen, ¿no? Esa unión, like, uh, that unity, man. And, and especially in these times, I think it's really inspiring. And uh, why uh, uh, a big key to why you've been so successful. And let's hope, uh, we hope, uh, and I'm sure it's going to continue to go that route, man, because you're bringing authentic soul, you know, the people need that. Uh, you know, it's cool sometimes to go party and listen to some auto-tune and beats, but... There's nothing like that true soul, man, that, you know, it's sin maquillaje, así puro, bro. So thank you, man. It always is. It's, 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 it's you got to have some fun and you got to, you got to, that's the most important shit. It's about fun, respecting yourself. Don't take yourself serious and everything's going to work itself out with the planet. But it's got to work out with yourself first. Buenísimo. Yes. Bueno, yo creo que con esas palabras tan bonitas nos despedimos entonces. Got to give a shout out to Tap Tone Records, Penrose. Uh, Trish Toledo, Joey Quinones, my wife Mia, uh, the Beholders, Elastic Bond, uh, Spam All Stars, all the bands in Miami that are doing big shit. I love you guys. Peace. I'm out. Gracias por escucharnos. Si quieren irse por la tangente, síganos en Spotify o su plataforma de podcast preferido. Y si quieren continuar la conversación, estamos en Instagram y Facebook como Tangente Podcast. Hasta la próxima.